All right, guys, welcome back here. Episode 76, Kneel Down Podcast. Uh, we're, well, we're well into fantasy offseason, but if you're still listening with us, we thank you guys. I know it's it's going to be a long road, but we are well into our plans for offseason episodes, so stick with us through the offseason if you have uh, have already. Yeah, we got a lot. Uh, you kind of went down or sent over what we want to talk about kind of on a weekly basis. Um, we'll throw, obviously, in, you know, free agency and, you know, the draft and just other standard football news in there too. But you know, right now we got our Super Bowl matchup and it's, it's the two number one seeds. It is. In my opinion, it's the best two teams. All the time. It, huh, wait, what? I feel like that doesn't happen all the time. Like I, I don't have a stat or anything in front of me, but could you, could, do you off the top of your head think of when the last time the two number one seeds met? No, I can't. And I texted you and Nick in our group chat the other day. There's only been one team that has quote unquote upset the other favorite team it was and it was the first round it was the giants over the vikings other than that the better team has won every single game throughout the whole playoffs and the super bowl i don't know which team is better eagles probably have a more complete roster but right no matter who wins i'm not gonna be surprised nor am i gonna say oh they were the clear worst team so yeah i do think the Bengals from top to bottom might have been better than the Chiefs, but gosh, that whole line. I mean, I know they've tried to fix it, but their two playoff losses, Super Bowl and then on Sunday, have been because of their offensive line and not being able to protect their young stud quarterback. Yeah, Burrow went down like four times in the first two drives, it felt He went three in a row. It was third down, ended it, and then the next drive was first and second down. Yeah, that's not great. Like, uh, how- <laughs> I mean, I understand that, you know, Jamar Chase was still clearly the right pick. Obviously, we don't – they're probably not – they probably weren't a Super Bowl team last year without Jamar Chase. Um, but, God, that, they, they need to get Burrow some offense line. He was sacked five times. Like, he just – that's all he does is get sacked. Um, and they just went away from the run again because their O-line is just not good. Yeah, we're well into it at this point. Let's let's switch up the order this episode. Let's go. Yeah, right into we're it. already into it. Yeah, let's go. What? So Chiefs beat the Bengals twenty three twenty. The big controversy. There was two yep. big controversies in this game. Both happened in the second half. The first one, I get it. It was loud in there. Loudest there has been all year. They could. Well, the players couldn't hear the whistle. You you were seeing Burrow. You know, there was a delay of game or an or a false start at one point. Burrow scrambled out of the pocket. The place continued all the way to the ground and then they came back they said nope false start whatever you couldn't hear it i couldn't hear on the tv the tony oh Rumble. yeah it was the it was mahomes it was it was oh. against the Bengals. right so yeah tony Rumble couldn't hear it the play i'm talking about that was a third and nine chiefs the the Bengals stopped the chiefs on a third and nine and the refs came in we saw him come on the replay we saw him come in hold his hand yep. up nobody heard the whistle at all the players tv announcers nobody heard the whistle it, do you remember what that call was or no? But it, um, it like what what the call was? I, yeah, I, I don't know what the call was, but it, it it essentially it didn't matter. It was basically a redo for the Chiefs. Yep. And Bengals fans are up in arms. I have a funny TikTok I'm about to post after this. Uh, it's it's just it, it was a big head scratching call or no right. call, however you want to however you want to play it. 
maybe it's I, I know me and you are both advocates of the refs don't decide the game, so it didn't matter much, but the Bengals fans it did. Well, it didn't because they still ended up punting from right. where they were originally at. So like obviously if the Chiefs would have scored, then that would have been a, a huge debate. I'm assuming you're talking about the second play as the, the late hit out of bounds. Yep. It, it which was, was a penalty. It was a late hit. I fully agree with the flag, but it, it, it was. was like I, I get it. It wasn't malicious or anything like that. Mahomes was still two feet out of, or, you know, two steps out of bounds. Whether he pushed him hard or he pushed him and Mahomes, you know, fell and acted, he still hit him out of bounds. It, it sucks that that is such a bang, bang play and it wasn't intended to be cheap, which sucks, but it was still a penalty. I, yeah, I don't want to say this game would have gone to overtime because it's still Mahomes. He still had 10 seconds left, but. He moved it from a 58-yard field goal up to a 43-yard field goal for Bucker. And if you watch that kick go in, he only had about 46, 47 yards on that kick. I don't know if he would have put more leg into it if it was right. a harder kick. But I mean, yeah, you a 58-yarder in the cold. There's the no pressure, way you kick that. Eh, I'm probably thinking it's going to OT. But Yeah, 58-yarder in that weather, there's no way you kick that. You just chuck right. it to the end zone and hope for the best. Otherwise, you're playing for OT. I would have liked to see the first overtime game with the new rules, but. I, I would have too, and that way there's no excuses. Finally, it's it's it. What what happens is it happens. Um, but let's talk about the players. Burrow played okay. Obviously, the two picks. One wasn't that bad of a pick. It was essentially a punt. Um, that late one. Right. Um, but Joe Mixon, eight carries. He was out snapped by Pirine. By we'll twenty about him. snaps. Not even just not just out right. snapped. That's an understatement. Right, and we saw, um, we saw that in the Super Bowl last year too. P. Ryan got and it, and it was again, he, it was again head scratching. Then, I mean, we'll talk about Mixon in a little bit, but just a little weird. Um, but then T. Higgins, Boss, Jamar Chase, that fourth down catch by Jamar Chase was just unbelievable. And the the touch you glossed over the touchdown catch over two defenders for T. Higgins was sick. Right, yeah, that that one was a, I mean, not easy, obviously, but it was just there. The 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 the, the, the back shoulder fade was just so perfect that. No one was contending. Right, Higgins is just a freak athlete, and I just love how Bears fans still think that the Bengals are just going <laughs> to willingly trade them. It's hilarious to see Bears troll Twitter. The most of those guys are trolls. I don't know how many people. Some are delusional for sure, but I right. want to know, know how many people are actually just on there to troll. Uh, but Hig- I mean, yeah, Higgins and Chase probably. I don't know if they're the best one, too. It's, you know, either them or the Dolphins. I was going to say Dolphins, but it's damn close. It, it is damn close. I, I, I don't know who's better, um, but Bengals have a better quarterback. And then, I mean, Mahomes on his one ankle. He was definitely on something. You know, he, oh, he, said, he said he didn't take stuff the day before, and it was God that healed him. Okay. You literally – it's a four to, what, four to five-week – sideline injury yeah he's not he, he's gonna need every bit of those two weeks to recover and even even super bowl sunday he's not gonna be close to 100 percent here right so i mean but again he was still patrick mahomes why he's the best quarterback in the league um pacheco wasn't good in the run game but pass game great to see the, so the, the run game they had 42 between everybody man patrick mahomes included they had 42 total rushing yards didn't even matter no. This is just a one-dimensional offense. Try and stop me, and the Bengals, they came up short. And they needed, obviously, we know they have Kelsey, but they, they need another guy to step up, whether it's Juju, MVS, uh, Sky Moore. It, MVS balled 
Me and you were both yeah. going up against MVS in our DraftKings showdown, and I was like, holy shit. Nick, the, the guy who had MVS blew us out of the water. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even close. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he, you know, he can do that on a one-game-a-month basis. He, MVS can be a dog, and he picked the right time to do it. And I'm happy for him. You know, happy for him. Being a former Packer helped us a lot. So happy for MBS. Yeah, these the, these two teams, these four teams, really. Well, besides Eagles, I don't know. But these teams here, whoever won and whoever lost, I would I felt bad for the Bengals because they lost. I would have loved to see Joe Burrow. My my bar stool Joe Burrow shirt just came in the mail the other day. I would would have <laughs> loved to see him get back to the Super Bowl. Now you're uh, hanging that up for next year. Yeah, well, I might I might wear it for my bartending shifts. Just, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm also happy for the Chiefs dynasty. This, yeah, c- call it what it is: five straight AFC championship uh, appear hosting appearances. Been in the last three or four Super Bowls. They won one. Call it what it is. This is a Chiefs dynasty at this point. I think if they win, it is. I think if, if lose, I don't know if you can call it just because so, they have one Super Bowl to show for it in five years. Like I can't call out a dynasty. So how many? So let's just say in the next five years they still only have that one win over the 49ers, but they continue to host or not even host, just be in AFC Championship games, get back to another Super Bowl or two. Would you call the four Super Bowl appearances for for the Bills in the 90s a dynasty or no? Um, I mean, they at least went to four in a row. They Chiefs have been the last three or four. What if make it four or five next year if they get back? I I don't I just don't know. I just don't think you can call something a dynasty. With never, with only having one Super Bowl, Super Bowl win. I mean, everyone thought the Packers. Packers made what four out of six or five out of six NFC Championship games. No one said they were a dynasty. Like just because you can make it and and possibly even make the big day, if you don't win, it it really doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I get it, but the Packers also they only they didn't go to any Super Bowls. The Chiefs have been in Super Bowls. Yeah, I, I, they, they've been in they now three, <laughs> but I mean. That's fair. I definitely see your point. I think at this point, I would call it a Chiefs dynasty, but I fully understand if you don't want to yeah. yet. Do we even have to talk about the Eagles Niner game? I mean, it wasn't fun. I mean, thirty-one-seven Eagles. Brett, Brock Purdy got injured on this, his sixth snap of the game. Uh, turns out he tore his UCL, which is also in baseball terms Tommy John surgery. Okay, he's, okay. He, he's out six months. I've I've seen baseball Twitter up in arms on this. They, I know you're not on baseball Twitter, but people are like, wait a minute. So top, Tommy John, John surgery in, in baseball for pitchers, you're out the full year. You're out a good 12 months. Full recovery. Right. I don't know what's different between quarterbacks and MLB pitchers. I mean, it's but, definitely a huge difference. You're, is it, though? I The way you're throwing and the way it met, like just your elbow motion and how how hard I, you're throwing the ball. I get hurt, yeah. I get Purdy's not throwing 101 mile an hour balls the Devo here, but <laughs> like and not doing it 20 times a game, right? But Purdy's out six months. Baseball Twitter's up in arms. They're like, wait, there's a six month <laughs> recovery plan for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely see the difference, but now it begs the question again. I think with Purdy being out, not being able to get really any off season work in. Now I think Jimmy G could still be on the table. I was kind of on the train. Jimmy G's out, maybe Vegas, maybe Colts, wherever. Um, but now that Purdy is hurt, I don't know what this team's going to do. It, they might even – I've seen rumors Aaron Rodgers. Like, 
That's Brady, the, like, I, I, I've seen Rodgers and Brady, but I, I don't see either. I think they got three serviceable quarterbacks. Yeah. L- Lane, so it sucks for Purdy. I would have liked to see him go on to the Super Bowl. Maybe it didn't it, win it. I would have been happy for him. But unfortunately, with this injury, there's a less than 1% chance he's a starter next year now. For the Niners. I mean, there could for, be a team. For the that, Niners. For the yeah, Niners. Yeah. There's a team that could trade him. Be like, hey, we like what he has. Let's let's take, give give him a fourth, you know, it, for him. You know? It, yeah. If if I'm predicting in January what's going to happen in September, I think they're going to go the exact same route they went this year. Lance yep. is the starter. Jimmy G's the backup. Purdy practice squad or another team where they might keep three quarterbacks. I don't know. But I, I think Lance is probably the starter now at this point. I think so too. Um, do we want to talk about Super Bowl matchup, or should we just wait for next week? I think next week. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's wait for next week. Uh, but I do want to touch on CMC. That that touchdown run was just ridiculous. Oh, that was it was. <laughs> I, I didn't think CMC had like that in him. You know what I mean? Like that looked like a Marshawn Lynch beast mode run. Yeah, I, I, I was I was just sitting on my phone watching the game, like looking up for plays. And as soon as he made initial contact, I was like, I, I looked back down on my phone. I was like, all right, tackle for a loss, tackle for no gain. And then the announcers start getting lit. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> Hurdles a guy at the line and just breaks two. And uh, yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And then Eagle side of the ball, they did it all on the ground. Yeah, he'll be the one one next year for redraft, I believe. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. I, if I have the 101, I'm taking CM. I don't care that running backs are, you know, inferior to receivers now. I don't, I don't care. CMC is the 101. Yeah. Uh, Eagle side of the ball, though, hurts just 15 for 25, 121 passing. They did it all on the ground. Miles Sanders, two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, a touchdown. Boston, Jalen Hurts, touchdown, by the way. They did a QB sneak from like the three, almost the three fucking yard line, and they pushed them all the way in. That's just they insane. Need, I, I feel like the NFL needs to like fix that. Because as a defense, what are you supposed to do? You have four guys pushing the quarterback. Like, all like they, they have a running back who's four yards behind, runs and just shoves him. Like, as a defense, you can't stop that. It's kind of getting unfair to this point. I get for durability issues, you can't run that every single play. But if the Eagles did, like, could, could they get five plus yards every fucking play if they just did that? <laughs> I mean, they have the best <laughs> offensive line, you know. Like, yeah, they got two first all pros and Jason Kelsey and uh, uh, Lane Johnson there. They definitely that's definitely the best old line here. Oh yeah, it's re- it's really not even close. I mean, Lions are good, Packers are good when they're healthy, uh, Chiefs are really solid, but I think it's a clear one hundred and one for the line. Uh, then one hundred twenty one passing yards. That means none of the receivers boomed. They didn't have to. It was just a good old fashioned whooping here. Uh, you, can't, you can't fault the Niners though. They no. they almost brought CMC in to play quarterback. That's how bad their situation was getting. So yeah, Purdy, it, it, Shanahan is magical. He's great. Nobody's that good. But you can't ask Josh Johnson to lead you to the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, but Belichick, Andy Reid, no matter who who the coach was, it was just an impossible situation they were right. put in and. It, yeah, congrats to the Eagles making it over there. But yeah, we'll go over uh, Super Bowl matchup next week. But yep. we uh, we got our draft, and this was Mason's question here. So yeah, so it's it's, it's, uh, it's obviously the new year. You know, people do a lot of re- resolutions, and one of those is going to the gym. I uh, want to lose weight, want to get back in shape, all that good stuff. That's that's my resolution every year. It never happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that the gyms are packed. 
you have people who aren't familiar with the gym and maybe people who just are familiar and still assholes. But the draft is the most annoying things people do at the gym. I, I have nine here. I could have easily gone nine more. Yeah, I mean, I, I have six, but, but I can think of so many more. I mean, I, I already have one like I just thought of that so I can just throw in there. But my first one, I go to a small gym, which sucks, but it's already crowded, not a lot of machines. So when you have one person that uses multiple machines at once is the worst thing. Using multiple machines at once. I, let me see if I even have that on my list. That, like, I, there was, yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday, this guy was using three machines. He had his phone on one machine, his water on the other, and then he was using one. Okay. Yeah, that's, obviously, if it's a small gym, there's a lot of people. The gym is always packed in January just because resolutions, but right. yeah, that's super annoying. Uh, my first pick, it was the first one I thought of and it, nothing, nothing overtook it. Sitting at a machine on your phone. There's nothing worse than when you're trying to get to a machine okay. and, this, and someone is just on their phone. They're in between reps. I get it. If you want to sit on your phone for all your resting 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, that's fine. But if you're just sitting on your phone for, for minutes, minutes on minutes, l- looking at social media, picking another song, whatever, just, just be, just be courteous to other people around you. That's all I ask. It's just right. super annoying, especially when you. We both go to small gyms. There's only usually only one machine uh, at a time, unless there's Smith's Smith machines or bench presses or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sitting on your phone for long periods of time. Yeah, that is a good one. I I can catch myself doing that. I'm like, oh, God, for like <laughs> a minute and a half, put the phone down. Like, <laughs> but then like, again, I see it. I'm like, all right, come on, come on. Right. Um, I, I have been a hypocrite for a time or two, too, but right. it's just annoying. Yeah, I feel like there isn't, like, a clear 101. Like, there are so many. Um, Gosh, I'm going to go – and this happens a lot, or at least I experience it a lot. I'd never do it, but people who are sc- are screaming, singing, like, their own – like, their music. Uh, scre- screaming slash singing music? Yeah, like they just they either have their headphones on or they don't and they're just singing out loud or they have their headphones on and they're singing to the song that they have. Okay. Your first two picks that I don't have on my list. I, I wrote down a tenth one, I just thought of it, but yeah, your first both are good, but I didn't have either on my list. Which like I don't like I don't want to hear you. Like I, I, I even I have my headphones in, I'm trying to listen and focus what I'm trying to do, all that stuff. Or I'm listening to a podcast. I'm trying to listen, and I don't need you screaming, freaking Drake at the top of your lungs. That oh my god, that's just cringe. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. Yeah. It's usually the younger people. <laughs> it, it, it's Gen Z that's fucking everybody up. <laughs> my my one. I had a one hundred one and a one hundred one B. My one hundred one B is smelly people. I yep. get it. I get it. You're at the gym. I, I usually don't shower before the gym. I shower after the gym. So I get it. I've probably smelled a time or two, but there, it, it happened to me yesterday. I was running on the treadmill. Someone comes up right next to there was a couple treadmills open, but he comes up right next to me. Dude fucking reeked. And I, I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. Right. I was, I was fully like 15, 20 minutes in. I wasn't going to move machines. I wasn't done with my workout yet. I just had to endure the fucking smell. Oh, yeah. That's a bad, that, that, that is a good, that was on my list. Um, I, I lather up in deodorant before I go to the gym. Cause like I'm yeah. watching get smelly. I'm working out. I'm trying, like, I'm sweating. 
So right. I, I try to do my best on not stink at the gym because of that. Yeah, I'm usually now that I work from home, I'm a night shower. If shower, I wake up, yep. I go to work, and then I go to the gym and I come home and shower. So I'm I'm the, yep. going the whole day without showering. But yeah, I, I'm the same way. <laughs> I lather up on that deodorant before I go to the gym. All right, I'm gonna go with those classic steroid gym bros. Steroid gym bros, yep. <laughs> those are just the worst. Oh, I get it. You you're strong. Put a shirt on. I don't need to see all your acne from the steroids you're using. <laughs> I don't need you staring at 15-year-old girls. Like, just everything about them is just the worst. Jesus Christ. Thank God I go to a gym in a college town, so instead of 15-year-old girls, it's just 18-year-old girls. Oh, how is the new gym? Oh, yeah, you go to anytime. How is it? You said, yeah, it is. Anytime's are smaller, huh? Yeah, anytime. It's probably... 20 the 40 by 20 space it's it's pretty small there's five treadmills couple let's go machines yeah. and then a, there's really no free waste which sucks are but, you are you able to go to whitewater's gym and pay that or i can't it's about the same um, it's about 45 a month a piece each hmm. uh when you break it down but I, if i went to the whitewater on campus gym i would have to pay for parking which sucks are you serious yeah there's no oh. fr- there's only like one or two free lots and the weight room or the uh, facil- the sports facilities is definitely not one of them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So anytime works. It's just I don't I don't need it for much. But right. Um. So we got two more picks here. Uh, I'm gonna go with my third pick. People who take mirror selfies. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of like a combination of my next two in a way. So, yeah, I fuck it. whether it's in the bathroom or the locker room or whether it's in front of any of the mirrors out in, out in the main floor, it's so cringe to he- see people flex their muscles or just yeah. e- even if you're on Snapchat talking on social media, whatever. Don't fucking take pictures of yourself. That's so weird. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Don't do it. That's I had I had recorder, so I'll count that as the same for you. Okay. Um. Yeah. That that is a good one. Like I don't. And now I don't know if you see on TikTok. There's this one guy. Like, people, like, obviously record, like, their workouts. They're trying to be, you know, um, uh, influencers. Influencers. And it, people sometimes just generally like to see, like, their form and their growth, whatever. It's fine. I don't like it. But you see, like, there's this new guy on Twitter, Joe something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Joey Swole. Yeah, Joey Swole. <laughs> He's the best. He is funny. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, I love his videos because they're so true. They are true. Um, but okay, my next one, gosh, I got a couple and I think I'm going to take out one and I'm going to go with, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you deal with this at any time, but I do all the time with the wine. I, I hate it. People who walk around the locker room, just butt ass naked. <laughs> that was definitely on my list. I wrote down getting naked in the locker. <laughs> like I, I'll obviously like do a quick change, but I, I kid you not. I had a pee. So, you know, once the locker room peed and I'm walking past the sinks and mirrors, this dude is butt ass naked, shaving his face. Oh my God. Like, dude, this is in your <laughs> bathroom. What the f- I fucking hate people. And it's always boomers. Oh, oh, it's always the old people. This dude I've, was like 60. I've never seen a naked dude in the locker room that was under the age of 50. It's, oh, I don't understand. Like, I get you. If you're, I mean, I don't care, like, getting naked in the locker room. I play sports my entire life. And I, I, I literally change in the locker room sometimes. But 
I'd cover up right away. I don't want I don't people don't want to be staring at me. I don't know. Like, just oh, that's just the dis- most disgusting and awkward thing. Yep, I agree. That was definitely on my list, and I I might have taken all the the rest of these. I have I have six left, and the rest of them are all kind of in that mid tier category. So yeah. Uh, my last pick. I'm gonna go loud grunting noises. I oh both, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I, I hate when you're. It, it doesn't matter. I get you. You have. You have, if you have to do it, you have to do it. Weights are heavy, but I, 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 I just it, it annoys me to no end. I yeah. get it. It'll never stop. But just you, you don't hear that shit in Planet Fitness. There's a. There's, there's a no a, clunking. The, the clunk alarm will go off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i so like i didn't think of that because like in my head i had that with like the people who sing like like you know okay. like making noises but that's completely different and way better okay i have i have how many do you have on the list do you want to do five or should i read off my last one i got one more okay go ahead and take it. we'll do five here so it is kind of along your um uh it's people who are just flexing in the mirror Yep. Like, like, not even taking photos, but just photos, like just flexing. Like, do that at your house. I don't. Yeah, I don't care if you want to see check your progress. You have mirrors in your house. I guarantee you do. And your and your your progress isn't going to change from the time you leave the gym to to, to now. Right. Uh, my last one. It's not wiping down machines. I I cannot stand it when sweaty people, people... don't wipe down machines. No. It doesn't matter. Machines, cardio equipment. I hate it. I oh, always, that's disgusting. I always, always, always carry around the one of those wet wipes or whatever you have at your gym. I, yeah. you, ha- you have to. That's why you see some of those headrests for the benches get all like torn up. It's from right. sweat or, or over time. It's so gross. <laughs> see, uh, luck- luckily the the why I go to, I don't think I've ever seen anyone not do it. So like, I didn't even think of that. Oh my god! I, I, we both used to work in a weight room in college. I, it yep. was my biggest pet peeve. There are uh, sometimes that I'll even wipe down a machine beforehand just because, like, yep. Even every, if they, I, I just do it every single time now. To force a habit, I wipe down machines before and after. I'm not trying to get everybody's gross ass germs on it. Right. Oh. Yeah, I, I had four left. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Take what are your one. other four? I didn't take this one because it kind of goes hand in hand with screaming, singing music out loud. It's taking calls and talking loud. Yeah, hate when people talk on the phone. Uh, not putting equipment back, uh, slamming weights, and talking to me when my headphones are in. I literally most things piss me off at the gym. I just want to go there, get my right. workout done, not even make eye contact with anybody. I don't just don't don't look at me, don't talk to me. I don't care. I don't, right I, unless we're good friends. I don't I don't care. Yeah, I like at the why I'm at in Geneva. I don't know anybody. So no one, you know, like is like randomly like tried like start a conversation with me, but I have had people, you know, I've worn like a Packer shirt or something, and they'd be like, "Oh, how about the Packers?" Like, I keep oh trying God. to be nice, but talk that's to your the, buddies. That's the worst. <laughs> oh, now I don't even want to go to the gym after work. <laughs> that's why I went this morning because I oh knew we were having this debate. Oh, all right. Well, I'll post that up. We've we've had some uh, close drafts the past week or two, so curious yeah. to see where people land. I have no idea who's going to win this one. I don't. I don't think there's a clear winner, but we'll see. No. Uh, before we close this out, we get four dynasty trades in our. Uh, oh yeah, it was a big week. 
Yeah, five days ago, you you were involved in the biggest one as as far as most pieces involved go. So break it down for us. All right. So uh, as everyone knows, I am rebuilding. Need some picks. Need some young assets. So what do I do? I trade a young quarterback, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, away, <laughs> and he gets none other than the oldest quarterback to <laughs> play the game. <laughs> I did also get other. It wasn't just a, a, any a straight Brady for Hurts, but. I traded away Jalen Hurts, Khalil Herbert, Tyler Algier, and I threw in uh, 2024 third um, because he had kind of compromised with me for a pick, so I threw him a, threw him a bone. But Mitch, I will got, be like a, Mitch will be like a mid-third-round pick, but any third, you're basically just – you're throwing out darts hoping something sticks. Right. And so and so I got Tom Brady because um, I was – at the time I was left with his Kirk Cousins, so – Vegas, Miami. He, he could be a good quarterback for next year for fantasy. Um, I got Jerry Judy, which I love. Uh, next year's first and an early second this year. So, um, I, I I like it. I don't love the trade because I, I am very thin at running back. So, giving away two young guys, especially Algier, who kind of balled out second half of the year, definitely sucked. Um, and obviously, losing Jalen Hurts sucks as well. But, um. I'm two to three years away when I need a quarterback. Jalen Hurts might, you know, we see it with mobile quarterbacks. They don't last that long and aren't that fantasy relevant. Um, you can talk about out of the league. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm having Lamar, Lamar problems right now too. So, right. So like, it was something that he, he's going to be great for the next two years, maybe three, but when I need to be great for four to five, six, he won't be. Um, so I wanted to capitalize and, um, I was able to get a young 23-year-old wide receiver. Um, and then I now have the three first picks in the second round. And I have three firsts for next year now. Yeah, I out of the four trades, this is this one is truly I, – I don't know who won it. If we're, if we're, the only time will tell. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about Nick. We, we brushed over the fact that he traded for Jalen Hurts, but he has Justin Herbert. <laughs> So before this trade even went down, I was shocked that Nick made this trade just because he has two right for right now. He has two top five, top six dynasty quarterbacks, and he threw both of them on the trade block already. He's trying to shop one of them, get something in return. And he says, worst case scenario, he's going to play the matchup base week by week between Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert. How are you supposed to decide that both of those guys have? If you're a top quarterback, every matchup is a good matchup. What are you fucking talking about? Like, <laughs> I don't, so I was my so I mean this the Hurts talk had been going on for a while just in general, um, but obviously he didn't need it. So I didn't think I was gonna be able to you know possibly win a trade. Um, the two guys that needed a quarterback, Kriegs and Jake. Kriegs doesn't really have anything to offer that helped me for the future, um, besides Pierce and Pacheco. But who knows what their futures are. Um, right. And, and Jake literally said, I'm like, hey, do you want Jalen Hurts? Do you want to talk about it? No. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go back to Nick, who initially offered his 109 for Hurts. I was going to ask, where did this actually start? So, yeah, it started at the 109 for Hurts, which isn't awful. I mean, it. but now, now I'm kind of like, okay, I kind of have to go a quarterback now. Um, and I didn't and I still need other pieces. Um, and I knew the way I kind of twisted it and made it so I could, this trade looks sexy for him was letting him keep his two first for this year. So I took his first for next year. 
and still got a second and got a 2023 like or year old receiver. Yeah, I just I just don't understand. I can't wrap my brain around it. Nick's team, he's he's in the bottom half of the league right now. We, would you agree? Um, yeah, I mean, it's he, he just lost a good young receiver. He did get two running backs, but you can I don't, play devil's advocate. They have a bright future. They have a no future. Yeah, I, I'm not. We'll, we'll touch on the running backs in a minute, but I don't understand why or how he could give up a valuable first round pick. It doesn't matter if it's a late, a middle, or early first round pick. He's giving up part of his future to get a back. What he's t- saying is a backup quarterback for half the year. I don't. I, I think he, he he keeps telling me that Hertz is a move has, has always been a movable part. I don't know if he just tried to trade with you and now he's trying to flip Hertz. Right. Obviously, there wasn't a big market for Hertz to begin with with you. I wasn't. I was shocked that Nick traded for Hertz, but I think he's just gonna have to bite the bullet and keep both on his roster. I don't. I don't know. I don't. He, so obviously, just looking at this trade for what it is, eight pieces. You gave up the best piece right now. Yep. But in return, you got the second best piece in the first and the third best piece in Jerry Judy. But you did trade away two younger running backs. Algier. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Algier could do. We don't know if Herbert's going to be a starter in Chicago next year, or go somewhere else. So mm-hmm. we are just going to have to wait and see how this one plays out and right. go from there. It, it definitely sucked giving those guys away. I I had Monty and Herbert, and I didn't love having them both because – the Bears could re-sign Monty, and then I'm I'm in the same scenario, so I got rid of Monty. And so the, the hope, obviously, when I had Herbert and Algier was, hey, they like them as their main guys. They maybe take a day three, like a fifth rounder, and they're the main guys because they've proven they can do it. It's not necessarily likely, especially with this RB free agency and just how deep the RB draft is this year. I don't see a team not these two teams saying, hey, we are okay if these are our main running backs with no help. Right. So, to, again, to play devil's advocate, they, they very could, very well could be the starting running backs and get the bulk of the carries and snaps, 100%. But flip side, they could be in a, in a committee, and that's how I could win the trade is if they are in a committee and they just don't end up being a RB2 or better. Yeah, the more likely scenario is they're both going to be in committees. Right. Except Algier. I think I think Algier has the brighter future just because he did ball out. For sure. And the Bears have so much money that they could sign, like, a, a Miles Sanders and have Herbert and Sanders. Like, they could yeah, sign Sanders yeah. for cheap, you know? Uh, but let's move on. You were in the next trade. So, <laughs> talk about it. I was, yeah. I was trying to get this player as well. Um, so I had, a, I initially wanted like Hurts for Burrow. Like I, I want to move on for Burrow. I wanted a pocket passing guy who's going to be in the league for 15 years. Or yeah. could be. Um, so I reached out to Fitz a while ago and he said, I'm, I'm not going to make any trades. I like Burrow. I do like Hurts, but I'm just going to stick with what I got. Fair. I see he puts Burrow on the market. I'm like, what the hell? My so, eyes lit up. I was like, shit, if I don't reach out to him in the first 10, 15 minutes here, he's going to be deep in talks with somebody else. And he was. Oh, yeah. And it was me. Um, <laughs> so it was like, okay, do I continue going on um, with the Kirk Cousins as, and Tom Brady as my quarterbacks? Or do I try and get better and lose maybe a, a piece? Um, I sent him, I think, Cousins for – I sent him like a bigger trade, like Cousins, a second rounder, and like – you know, Torre, Bell, just some kind of pieces. I don't know. 
Um, and he countered with Cousins and Dotson for Burrow. So I looked at it as Burrow for Dotson straight up, and I'll take that uh, you know, any day of the week. It sucks losing a young receiver like that who showed tons of potential. But I have my quarterback, hopefully, for the next t- seven to ten years. Yeah, I, I like that. I wish I would have gotten Burrow. I was, I, We were going back and forth countering for like seven, eight counters there, and we just yeah. ultimately never got it done. Uh, she, I, I offered right away Lamar for Burrow straight up. He didn't want that. So I don't blame him. Uh, but he, he all, I, I kept countering. Uh, I threw a couple receivers on the trade block, Darnell Mooney, Traylon Burks, Wandale and Rashad Bateman. I told him, Hey, let's do. And, and he liked Daniel Jones, which that, that's fine. I told him Daniel Jones, plus any of those receivers, take your pick or my 2024 second. Cause I don't have one this year. And he didn't like any of those. He wanted Daniel Jones and a pick of Ramondre, Garrett Wilson, or Devonta Smith for Joe Burrow. And I ultimately yeah. just couldn't do it. I mean, I have Lamar. I have Daniel Jones. They'll, they're fine for next year. I'm not right. for, for quarterbacks. So it sucks losing out on the chance for Burrow. But I just the, – the price was too steep. Yeah, those – I mean, I think the only guy – if Javante wasn't coming off an injury, I think he would have done Stevenson. Especially since we'll talk about the trade I just made too for yeah. running back depth, but I agree. Uh, third trade, it went down literally seconds just with they the they literally came boom boom. Yeah, and we had no idea. It, it came between two separate managers. So you you and Fitz weren't even involved in this. Uh, it was a five piece trade. Uh, Riley, who was a front runner last year, he's going to be a front runner this year. He got Deontay Johnson and Brian Robinson on uh, Billy, who he's he's a damn good team. He's 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 a contender, uh, but he got Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, the handcuff, and a 2024 third. So it was basically just Deontay Johnson and Brian Robinson straight up for Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Billy's running backs are now Christian McCaffrey, Nick 26, Chubb, Saquon 26. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, Zeke, David Montgomery, and Dalvin Cook. Is he trying to win the upper body award again next year? I don't I don't know. He's got a lot up already. And I don't know. I don't know if really anyone won this trade. It was a very just weird movement. I think I, I, I just think I don't think anyone won. So I think I gotta say both lost. Like Billy got rid of his third best receiver. And he added an, an, an older running back, which he already has tons of. And Madison, who is – Madison is not going to be a starter on any team. He will not be the number one guy in this league ever. No. He's probably off the Vikings. He – no team is going to be confident, like, yep, Madison's our guy. We're good to go. So he got another backup running back who he's not going to play. And he just got Dalvin Cook, who – there are talks of him not being on Minnesota anymore. Mm, I could see it, but I don't know. I mean, we don't know, but again, he he lost his third best receiver. So now his best his best receiver is now DJ Moore, who's good. Could have a, a his quarterback could be a rookie or could be a guy like Derek Carr, Lamar, who knows? Um, and then he does have Drake London, but he has Pickens, who's the number three receiving option on that team, and Jameson Williams, who played fifty snaps all last season. Right. So his receiving room just got worse. Yes, his running backs got better, but. He can only play five, and he has six running backs, seven running backs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what his thought process was, to be honest. Uh, and, and you think, and he got rid I, of his youngest running back. Yeah, I, I initially I thought Riley won the trade, but now looking at his team, he has Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon, right? And that's it. 
Is yep. if if one of those guys goes down, you have to play two running backs. If one of those guys goes down, he has Kareem Hunt, Damian Harris, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Ken Gainwell, Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, you're hoping one of those guys can be serviceable. Maybe Harris comes back. If anything, maybe Gainwell takes another. It takes a step if Sanders is gone. But yeah, one of those guys. He's playing Robinson now. Or, or Brian Robinson now. He's thin at running backs. Yes. Uh, but he did get Deontay Johnson. <laughs> He'll If you move Mixon's in his flex right now, you move Mixon up to uh, the running back spot, plug Johnson in there. It's still one of the top lineups, top to bottom. Yes. Still, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know why either of these teams made that. I get why Riley wanted to ship off Cook. He's been ship, trying to ship Cook off for a while, but. Yeah, it, I, don't, it, I don't know. I, I like Deontay Johnson. I just don't – just with this – it was a bad offense. Kenny Pickett – Kenny Pickett threw seven touchdowns and nine picks last year. That's not – I get the thing, but it's just not a lot of hope to go on, off of with a 26, soon to be 27-year-old receiver who is who who is a pass-catching guy. He's not a touchdown guy. He's a PPR guy. Um, and he's – you know, they drafted George Pickens. They like George Pickens. Najee's going to be more involved and better. Yeah. It was just a weird trade that I just don't think either team got better. Yeah, Riley's got – he's only got one pick in this year's draft. It's the tw- uh, the 205. Uh, and I'm assuming he's just going to take a dart throw on one of these middle-tier running backs and yeah. hope the situation pans out. But your trade now. Yeah, th- th- this was offered to me. I didn't I didn't uh, send anything initially. I didn't have to counter anything. I liked what he sent. Uh, I was between me and Brendan. I acquired Miles Sanders. And I sent away Jarek McKinnon, who he was going to be one of the four guys I dropped once yeah. the draft happens, and Darnell Mooney. So it was Miles Sanders straight up for Darnell Mooney. Uh, part of it, part of the reason was I get Mooney as their number one receiver, but I have Claypool and Komet. Do I really want three Bears on my team? Miles Sanders could be a Bear next year. I don't. He, he could be. In <laughs> uh, my running backs, Javante is coming off the injury. Uh, I only really have Ken Walker to, to rely on. Ramondre is going to be in a timeshare. Belichick's never been the one to just have a bell cow running back. Ramondre is not going to produce numbers like he did this year when Harris was down. Uh, Javante coming off the injury. And my last and only running back on the bench was Cam Akers. And I'm not fucking relying on Cam Akers to do shit. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I definitely understand it. And Javante's injury, I didn't know it was J, what J.K. Dobbins had happened to him. Like, it's not like a standard uh, Brees Hall ACL. It was a it was a bad injury. I did not realize that. Yeah, Javante might not see my lineup this year. He might be a, he might still need a year to recover. If he goes down with another major injury, his career's over. Yeah. So I I, I couldn't bank on that, uh, and I wanted depth. I, Miles Sanders, he's still he's getting up there in running back years, but he'll be 26 in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think a team will, if he doesn't go back to the Eagles, which I don't know if he does, I think a team will sign him to be in a committee for the next year or two, three years on, on the cheap. And he's still depth. And that's what I need. Yep. I, Miles Sanders might not see my lineup at all next year, but it, it, and unless I have a bye pocket, a bye week for half my lineup or whatever, but I just needed that depth. I do have three first round picks. I plan on taking one running back for sure. Uh, but I can't count on that. So I just wanted depth here. And Mooney was arguably my seventh, eighth best right. receiver on that team. And I'm stacked at receivers. So I didn't it is yes, it does suck to lose a number one on the team, but I didn't really need Mooney. Yeah, I, I and I said this, I think player for player, I'd rather have Mooney just because obviously he's young. He, he's not that much younger. Uh, he came in in the league a little bit, you know, at 22 a little bit later. But he is a year and a half younger, I believe. Um and when he was fully healthy and field his fr- rookie year, he was a top two receiver. I don't think he can be a top one. Um, 
but I think he's still a good young receiver um, that has that connection with Fields. But again, your team, you don't need another receiver. You need the depth. So it makes right. sense. Again, I don't think either team on a player standpoint, one, it was kind of just, you know, you needed to fill a void and Fitz is trying to do something to get, you know, to get younger pieces. Mooney will stay in his team for a solid four days before he shipped off somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I am done with trades. That's what they all say. We've seen fucking 10 trades in January. We still have three months till the NFL draft, and then what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I, 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 well, I don't really have any other players to give up anymore. Yeah, I think um, once I, I think once the NFL draft has happened, and well, I don't I don't know I I, I can't say for sure because people are trade happy in this league. I yeah. know Col- Colton and Jake are shut down for the off season, but everybody else they're they're out there. Yep, Kriegs and Knicks. I don't the I don't think that's going to go down. Kriegs Kriegs really wants to wait for the free agency and draft to kind of see what happens to some of his guys. So I think once that happens, I think we'll see tons of more trades. Right. Uh, but that'll do it for this week. Next week, Super Bowl preview. We'll get another draft in here. Uh, and we'll uh, – I, I don't know what we'll do. We got, a bu- we got five, more, five months worth of content here. I don't know what we'll do. But, uh, again, we brought it up at the beginning of the episode. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, and, yeah, keep listening throughout the offseason. We'll uh, do our own rankings. We'll go over free agency, all that good stuff. So. Thanks again to our fellow listeners here. All right. See you next week. See you guys.